And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 53 of Panelology, episode 1 of Cycle 2. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. Oh no. That's my cricket impersonation. <laughs> was it was it convincing? It sounded more like dragging your foot across the tile floor. <laughs> <laughs> or like rocking in a bad rocking chair. <laughs> it's a cat, did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. This concludes Panelology Theater. Panelology Theater of the Voice. <laughs> theater of the Voice. The hell you say. <laughs> the hell we all say. How was everyone's week this week? It was better. I didn't fall down any stairs. That's awesome. So, That's good. That's awesome. so I'm gonna I'm gonna count this one a win, you guys. <laughs> you're uh, you, you're actually in, in this very moment passing the two weeks without a stairfall moment. That's right. That's pretty. That's pretty great. <laughs> That's we're, been all, we're all happy for you. Fourteen days since the last time we're I fell down the stairs. Um, are you guys gonna hang up a sign at one point? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm just gonna post it to like on my Twitter and Facebook and everything. That's awesome. Write a Twitter bot. Set up a Twitter bot. How many days since Jen has fallen down the stairs? Let's do it. Is there a Fitbit option for that? <laughs> Does it just like automatically know? We've, we've detected a strong force collision. Yeah, my little, my little Fitbit dongle was like, the fuck? Oh, she's clumsy. <laughs> but at least we can laugh at your personal injury. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. true. It's fine. I wish that I had like gotten it on video or something so I could see it. <laughs> but instead, nobody but the fucking dog saw it. Aww. Not cool. Yeah, I was going to say, at least make it pay something. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. America's inter- Funniest Home Video is always looking out for of that. It, right? yeah. <laughs> Get on some of that Tom Bergeron style. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That didn't sound quite right. Nope. <laughs> Circle takes the square. I used to get him confused with Anthony Bourdain, even though I watched Anthony Bourdain more. I get Anthony Bourdain and and George Zakarian. Is it George Zakarian? Greg Zakarian? I don't know. There's a dog licking my face. Hi. Hi. I get Bourdain and Zakarian confused every now and then. Okay. Then I see Bourdain has tattoos and recognizes voice from Archer, and I'm like, yep, that's Bourdain. Yes. All right. White-haired chef dudes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a very small field, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. They're not Batali, they're not Simon, like, okay. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, uh, anybody read books this week? There wasn't anything major out this week, was there? No. no? Not two events or anything. No. Not two huge things going on. Well, which one do you guys want to talk about first out of the two huge things that, as it turns out, are going on? Uh, I feel like we're going to spend less time on the button. That's uh, probably I was going to say true. Batman. Let's, let's do Batman first. Okay. Cause, and I read it that way, and like, I'll let you know. When I read it, I was like, oh, this is going to be the best thing I read this week. <laughs> so let's... 
Let's let's stick with tradition. Let's not spoil first, and then we'll go into spoilers. Okay. Right, so just part one of four of the button mm-hmm. crossover between Batman and the Flash. The beginning of serious investigation into the bean juice button that showed up in DC Rebirth. Yes. Number one. Yes. And I'm going to start by saying I was so... That lenticular cover looked just as beautiful as I had hoped it might. Yes. It was amazing. You were going to get it online. Yeah, like we've been getting all the Batman stuff on Comixology, so I was just going to keep doing that. And then he showed me that cover and I was like, God damn. To be fair, I did not show you first. I squeaked it at you first. That's true. That's true. It was the telltale squeak that got your attention. It makes fun noises. Let me have it. (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) How'd you guys enjoy it, cover aside? I really liked it. Yeah, I did too. Me too. Yeah. It had that good, good Watchmen vibe. Yes. Yeah, uh, we were back to the, the, uh, the nine panel layout. Uh, you know, Watchmen style, like everything, just like Rebirth, had that that layout, that feel, that progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a cool countdown uh, element to this one that yep. that reminds me of the whole Doomsday Clock thing. Yes, yeah. Um, I thought that was cool and a useful tool to to get into pacing, shall we say? Oh, given, right. Yeah. Uh, who shows up in this issue? Uh huh. Indeed, um, and it's <laughs> and it's gorgeous. There's, it is so gorgeous. This one was Fabok on art, right? I think so. I'll I don't tell know. you in just um, a second, and I believe you are correct. But it was either Fabok or Finch. But I think it was Fabok. Uh, Fabok. I don't actually know how to say his Fab- name. Fabok. 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 <laughs> this is know. the how to pronounce guide. We yeah. don't know. Don't, don't know. So don't. <laughs> don't know. Follow us. But yeah, I love Fabadoo. I love the the <laughs> just that, that one whole page of Batman with all the monitors. Yes. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, Tom King's tweeted that page out a bunch of times and every time it's like, Yes, give me this book. Please can has poster. Okay. And the very first page well, I guess it's technically the second page of panels. Uh huh. Is that who I think it is? Well, let's call spoilers. Yeah, I, I mean, we're going to get there. So, yeah, anything else before we do spoilers, I guess? Nope. Nope. This is the part right. I want to do. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so, listeners at home, you should be reading this if you care about DC at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like, this is a big thing. This is pertaining to the universe. And as we might mention in just a moment, this may have implications for more than just the button stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it definitely, definitely. So, if you haven't read it, if you don't want to be spoiled, time to jump forward right about now. Now. So, who did you think that it's was? It's Saturn Girl, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The one that they've been looking for. Yes. Well, but Empress I Empress I whatever her name is. Yeah. Emerald Eye. Emerald Eye. Yeah. Emerald Empress? I don't know. Her. The, green, the big the green, eye chick. The, the, big green, green eye the chick. green girl with the big green eye <laughs> yes. from uh, Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so we find out she's been in Arkham. Yes. Oh, and my. We had this conversation before you got here. Um, it did not... I know I know. Saturn Girl was in the DC Rebirth number one one-shot that kicked this all off last mm-hmm. year. Um, I had forgotten that, though. Um, so I mentioned I did not put two and two together until I read somewhere that, oh yeah, that's who that was. 
I was very confused at first why A, Harley Quinn was in Har- Arkham and not Belrev, <laughs> and B, why she was so, so upset uh, about this hockey game. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because she knows... Not every blonde yeah. is Harley. But most blondes in Arkham are. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, you know, we that mentioned the whole uh, the whole callback, just like the back, the poster in the background there. Yeah. The, you know, Arkham is for healing with the smiley face. Like, uh-huh. there's so many things that are just small touches that call back. The entire time I was reading it, I was like, I need to look at the background of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who drew this? Was this Chips Darsky's on backgrounds? (laughs) 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 No. That was Jason Freyrebuck. Well, what about that uh, (laughs) surprise guest appearance by someone from Flashpoint? I mean, Batman? Spoilers? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That moment, oh my god. And this is the moment at which I really wish that maybe they had not shown covers for subsequent issues, because he's on like every variant after this. See, that's why I don't look at the covers. They show up in my Twitter feed, and I can't not do the Twitters. You can just like scroll quicker. But I don't know that I need to scroll quicker until I've looked at it. <laughs> the trouble with staying on top of things. And that's that's a big reason why like I don't follow a lot of... Like, I follow a bunch of artists and, yeah. and comic book writers, but I don't follow any of the publishers or anything like that, because I don't want to see all this shit. I don't either. This was this was Tom King. Damn you, Tom King. Tom King and Josh Williamson. Damn you, Josh Williamson. Damn you and your good, good books. That's right. Um, it's okay. I saw saw something earlier from C2E2 coverage that, like, just massively spoiled the Lazarus contract. So, oh, uh, no. be careful, by the way, because there's a big old Lazarus contract spoiler out there now. Oh, okay. yeah, good. I don't want to see that. Goodbye, internet. <laughs> and you only have to stay gone for it for two months. Great. Well. Lazarus contract is still one issue out of everything. It starts in the middle of next month. Okay. It'll take a month for it to... It's a f- one full month, right? Yeah, we're a month out plus a full month of it running. So oh, right, be- right. I forget it doesn't start for a month. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, I assume, the one of the end results... So, uh, two months awaiting. Damnation. It's a cool thing, though. Cool. I wish I didn't know it. Uh, <laughs> but back to back to the button. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so if it was the last issue of the Flash that he showed up, right? It was the second to last issue of the Flash that he okay. showed up. Where? The last issue of the Flash ended with Slade. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it was Eobardthon. Somehow back from Flashpoint and knowing everything that occurred, mm-hmm. and hmm, he comes after Batman. He does. He comes after that button. Well, I don't think he was specifically after the button. No, I just think that that's how he knew where to go. Yeah. Well, I, that was actually going to be one of my questions: is how did he know where? Why? Why did he show up here? Speed Force. <laughs> Was there a line in there something about the energy that it's, it gave yeah. off? Maybe, it yeah. yeah it's well, he says something about it woke me. It called out for yeah. me. Right. Yeah. Oh, flashy boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. The, but- the button. button's calling. It's the button call. True. With human bean juice <laughs> and guano on the wall. Hey. So gross. Mm. Everything is gross. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <clears throat> but but Thomas Wayne, Batman from Flashpoint, so shows up for a moment. Spoilers for Flashpoint. <laughs> oh, come on. Like how, no, no. Yeah. Five please. years. <laughs> like, okay. Six you know what? years. You know what? If you haven't read it now, too fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, or at the, least watch the cartoon. Still waiting for the Canterbury Cricket to show back up. <laughs> oh, the Canterbury <laughs> That's right. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, yeah, everyone yeah, else has too. But I, I, then he pisses Batman off tearing up the letter. Yes. Ooh. I loved I loved the moment where he, it's like 11 seconds left and he's like, I don't need to stop you. I just need 11 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and the 11 seconds are up and he's like, hmm, overtime. Because there's a hockey game. Yeah. Yep. Which brings me to uh, two things. One, the team names. How great were those? Real, real good. Yes. Um, we came up with the Star City team, right? Well, Star just City. based out of like what was going on in the book. The Star City Samurai? Yes. Oh, God. That would That'd be, be good. Yeah. I'd like that. Um, and I did not realize this until someone tweeted about it. Apparently those Samuroids were from a Batman Jay Garrick Brave and the Bold team up. Oh, snap. Really? Yeah. The Samuroids that, yeah. that Barry fights. That Barry's fighting. Sweet. It's a callback to another Batman Flash crossover. Very nice. I cannot wait for the next issue. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, as yeah. soon as I closed it. Yeah. As soon as you closed it. Yeah, we both had the same response. <laughs> need more. But but I, I, I need it now. <laughs> yeah, I... Like I said, I, I this was the most Rebirth thing since Rebirth. Yeah. By far, by far. And ostensibly here at the end of it, full spoilers now, Batman and Reverse Flash are both down yes we i mean you're not left it's to a think comic that, book yeah. so you're like, not left to, you're, you're not even left to really think batman's like dead he's just down the only reason mm-hmm. you might though is because you do have the saturn girl thing at the beginning right this is where he dies no one right. came to save him oh that's true that's true which you're led to think is the hockey game thing yeah. and she right. is from the few but he's in overtime too right and the way I, she phrased it is, this is the game, this is the game where they let him die. And where was Barry? Right. At the game. At the game. Right. Yes. And then you have the whole uh, reverse slash picks up the button and disappears. Mm-hmm. And then comes back and is freaked the fuck out. So something about having seen God? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw God, yeah. And then basically disintegrates. Yeah. So, yeah. Flashes hmm. to flashes, dust to dust. <laughs> So, hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Damn, wild I can't here. Wait. I can't wait. Um, also, to that whole maybe Batman's dead thing, I would point out the next arc of Batman is a flashback. Mm, the War is... of Jokes and Riddles has already happened. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. All right. <laughs> I, let me tell you what I'm probably happier about than anything else. We get to keep reading next week. We don't mm-hmm. have to wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. God, I'd be crying. Hey, uh, publishers and... Secret Empires doing similar. Having issues of your events come out weekly or bi-weekly is the best way to so, do it. So much better. Your, atten- your your momentum is going. You don't have time for that to fade. People don't have to get to the point where they're complaining about, okay, all I have with this is tie-ins that really don't tie yeah. in. And blah, 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 blah. And those tie-ins don't wear out their welcome for six weeks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right. Anything else on the button? It's good. Get it. All right. Must read DC book. Yes. So, and I guess let's talk about together when we talk about Secret Empire, also Captain America, Steve Rogers. Yeah, 16. you can't. I, I don't know that you can separate. Yeah. Them. Like, yeah. like the first thing I read this week was Batman, and I was like, oh, okay, you know what? And again, I thought, oh, this is going to be the best thing I read this week. Then I 
picked up Captain Steve. Mm-hmm. Captain Steve. And, oh, damn. Like, it was one of the, just like the, like, finished Captain Steve was like, nope, Secret Empire's next. <laughs> let me just say, let me just say, I told you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, I, I knew it was going to be, a, I mean, Captain Steve has been so good. And, like, after now this opening, knowing how this story is going to start unfolding, I even more so am I impressed yeah. with this run of, of Captain Steve. Yep. Holy what? shit, the way they set this up is just beautiful. What was it that you read on Twitter or whatever? What? Somebody posted... Um, oh. Uh, I was really pissed off about Captain Steve. Nick Spencer retweeted somebody on Twitter yeah. who had sent him the message and... I know this happens. I know, like, Dan Slott got the same messages after Superior, like, for years after Superior Spider-Man. Something to the effect of, I really enjoyed hating on Captain America Steve Rogers, and then I read it, and now I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're doing fandom bad. Yes. If you do that. Don't be that asshole. Don't, like, just don't be that asshole. Don't say, I hate it. Have you read it? No, but I still hate it. Oh, no, you don't. Like, the all the justification in, in this are so well put together. It's yeah. so intricate. Yeah. I love it. There is one criticism that is not even an artistic criticism, but is just, uh, okay, I can I can sympathize. I do get the people saying... This is so much for right now politically for me to process. I think that's a fair reason to wait on it. I get that. I do. Yeah. But for for somebody like me who's like, I don't want to read anything political. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only way that I can read no. this. Like, and I, I, I get that. And I think, I think when he started down this road, he never expected the real world to be in the same right. shape. Oh yeah, no. Like the no, pieces no, no, of no, this no, have no, been no. moving planned for years specifically. For 18 months at this point. Yes. Right. There are elements of this that go back to... The last Captain America run. That go back to Rick Reminder's even, stuff. Yeah, there are right. a bunch of pieces of this that Reminder started seeding. Um, the whole Red Skull has Charles Xavier's brain right. was his doing. Um, his Captain America Sam Wilson, or all-new Captain America, which was his Sam Wilson Captain arc before he left that title, was about... Hydra's already won, and you don't even know it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole Pleasant Hill thing, the whole mm-hmm. Kobik thing, all of that. Um, Kobik goes as far back as, and he admits he didn't know exactly what he was going to do with it, but he was going to do something. Goes as far back as Nick Spencer's Secret Avengers run from like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Let me tell you, I don't, I don't have a fucking clue what is actually real in this book anymore. Uh, that was so. We, yeah, we need to get spoilers <laughs> here in a minute. Yeah, because. Um, before we do, I will say this, I, Jen read this while we were sitting here reading comics, because that's what we do, is we'll go to the comic shop and then we'll, and then like, I swap a couple of books and, right. and to, to keep costs down. Yeah. All right, uh, before we do spoilers, I do have one thing that I gotta do, and that's my quote of the week. Well, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> um, I had Jen read this so that I could ask one question. Do I need to catch up on Steve? Yes. Absolutely, 100%. You cannot read Secret Empire without getting caught up on Captain Steve, I, mean, I don't think. you might could, but you're going to get a whole hell of a lot more. so much. You're yeah. going to miss everything. I think you can yeah. enjoy it as an event you're without. You're just going to hate Steve. Yes. You're going to miss all the new ones. Right. That's the you're point. not going to understand why he's doing what he's doing. Right. So, in the last week, I have read the second volume and have bought all the issues between the <laughs> second volume and this issue on Comixology. <laughs> 
Sorry, but also, you're welcome. I read also last week the second volume of Sam Wilson. I have the third and fourth volumes of Sam Wilson sitting on my desk at home. So glad that I, about what, four issues ago, was like, you know what, I gotta pick this back up and get yeah. back. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad too. Yes, I'm so glad too, because now I don't have to bitch at everybody and go, treat it. To be fair, I've always been doing it in trade. My problem is just there's a gap between the trades. And right. <laughs> like, I've been buying the trades as they come out, save number three of Sam. But, yeah, it's it's good. It's yeah, the Sam Wilson stuff, I don't, I mean, I, which I haven't read Sam Wilson. I'm guessing you don't have to read. Um, There's probably some infor- information in it. But I think it's going to end up being important. From what I know about what happens and the issues I haven't read yet, I think it's going to end up being important after zero. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I, I need, I want to get caught up just so right, I know everything that's going on over there. That. I'm going to read... Spoiler alert for clearing the backlog. I'm going to read three and four tomorrow (laughs) and write them up tomorrow. Okay. I will bring them to you. Awesome. And I will bring you one and two if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. And then you can just, we'll just cycle through. Okay. Uh, I like it. Because I do think, I do think it's going to be important. Okay, say your quote of the week so we can go to spoilers. Yeah, quote of the week. There you go. So, <laughs> and for the record... Um, it's wrong. It's wrong. There is another book that Brian doesn't well, read that has the real quote of this did, week, the did, one true quote of the week. Didn't read it, so we'll find it's out. so good. But, uh, they are... Uh, shit is going bad. I mean, so that's not spoiler. That's just... That's comic book, right? Yeah. I mean, shit's going real bad. And uh, <laughs> Iron Man makes a, makes a des- rather desperate call and goes, All Avengers repeat. Any and all Avengers that are left, this is Iron Man. If you can hear this, your services are required immediately. We are under attack. If you can fly or are covered in fur, you are needed. If you can read minds or shoot laser beams out of your nipples, you are needed. <laughs> if you're just like dressing in skin-tight primary colors and delivering long lectures to unconscious criminals, you need to get your ass in gear. <laughs> this is threat level red. DEFCON infinity stuff here, people. <laughs> For the record, before you-, you think this is a spoiler, this is not... The no longer unconscious comatose Tony. This is just the sentient programmed AI. Tony. Correct. Yeah. In a in an Iron Man armor. Yes. Yes. So I don't know what else to call him, but Tony. Do you want to read the yeah. real, only true one and true quote of the week, like as as a theater person would do it? I do, but I want to do it when we get to that. Book. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Dramatic tension. Yeah. So good. That, that that that's a strong second, though, Brad. Yeah. And we like, <laughs> just so good. Um, okay, ready for spoilers? Yes. yes. Alright, buckle up, guys. Spoiler time. Engage. Guys, Steve Rogers is in Hydra. <laughs> Get the fuck out! Can you believe that That's shit? the biggest spoiler I've ever heard. It's not like it's been on the cover of every book. No. Oh, speaking of cover... We'll talk about that when we get to Secret Empire. Oh. Well, okay. I mean, I, I say we talk about them both. I mean, yeah, we're kind, they're kind of co-joined. Yeah, that's okay. cover of Secret Empire... That was one of the most beautiful, striking images. I wanted, but I wanted that whole border to just go away because I needed just the whole image. I, like, seriously, mm-hmm. I want a poster if, of that without yeah. the border. Is there not one? There has to be a poster. That is if like, not, there will be. So iconically I will, gorgeous I will that stalk with, him at Dragon Con and just get that, him to sign Just that ripped open Yeah, symbol. revealing and, the Hydra symbol. Yep. Yeah. Best. Like, best. 
I, I think the poster came out last week. Oh, they good. usually do posters like the week before the book comes good. out. Oh, yeah. I, I, that, and I'm, I'm not a huge poster guy, but I will get that because that is just... Yeah, me either as you sit in this room with a bunch of posters. <laughs> okay, it's not like I don't have any. i got a whole room that's covered in comic posters, but still. Um, but he, yeah. he just exercises more discretion than he does with variant covers. <laughs> he has to. He doesn't have enough wall space. You're not. You're not wrong. The Great Wall of China doesn't have enough wall space. Damn it! All right, fine. Super fair. Um, but Although, yeah. Brian, have you considered storing your long boxes there? <laughs> they might all fit. Might. Might. Hmm. We have to annex a pyramid or two. Yeah. Maybe. How many world wonders does it take for Brian? <laughs> Uh, you know, I I, I I do that, and then I get online and see people that are like, oh, yeah, I've got 120,000 comments. And I'm like, oh, my That's God. That's cute. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no, I got nothing near that. No, okay, good. No, 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 good God. Are you sure? No. Have you counted them lately? Uh, no, I, I, they're all in my database. Yes, I know. Okay, yes, they're not. No, 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 no. Uh. Okay. So, Captain Steve's Secret Empire. Oh, so, oh, so good. Okay, so... The moment that Sharon realized what was going, I don't, I don't think she ever really truly understood what was going no. on. But the moment that like she realized she was being betrayed, that almost and and I, I realized that I've been hormonal and emotional this week. That almost made me cry. I was that like, was, girl, that was an intense. Moment. That and the uh, the that it was just excruciating that scene and that I guess couple of scene conversations with Rick Jones. Uh huh. <sighs> Oh, where that, Maria yeah. calls him, and then Steve <laughs> and, and that whole transition. It's like oh. he's so good, though. God. I didn't know. I didn't know Steve Rogers could be this good at d- duplicity. Oh well, he's and so that was. Good. I, I think it was the beginning of Captain Steve. The the narration that's talking over it says something about you know we always knew he was a brilliant you know uh, strategist and tactician, but you know that but. Not, but him not having the reservations about actor. lying and deceiving and manipulating people, mm-hmm. like the level he can now yeah. perform with that. Now that he like, is no longer encumbered by morality. Exactly. So Holy good. Shit. I think that was the Secret way, Empire. Yeah. I think it was. I think yeah. it was the was it? Secret Empire, yeah. But yeah. the way that he sets up all of these pieces. Yeah. And I will, and super, super credit to them for how they narrated this without feeling like they were just out and out explaining it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they give you all the information you need without making you feel like they're talking down to you and, and mm-hmm. being right. stupid. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't just talky talky. It was actually like pertinent and things were going on around it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So good. So um, good. I will say this. I'd have felt worse for Captain Marvel if it weren't for Civil War 2. Yep. <laughs> I was kind of totally on board with what Steve did. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the Ultimates gotta... don't deserve it, but... <laughs> Protect Earth from its biggest threat, and now I've done that. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Carol Carol does deserve a timeout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put her in the penalty box. <laughs> Red with, Carter. With the Shatari invasion fleets coming. <laughs> that was fucked up. That oh. was really good, though. They should call the Inhumans, though, because the Inhumans had a pretty easy time with the Chitari this week. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Anyway. Well, except the royals are all gone, right? That's that's the group I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, all right. Yeah. But uh, oh, okay. So getting back to Jen, because Jen made a comment earlier yes, about I wanted to come yeah, back to that. You didn't know what was really happening. Yeah. They have set this up so beautifully. With we talked about how awesome and how cool the the setup was 
in the Captain Steve books with the flashbacks that basically have been occurring since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right, showing you run, supposedly right? what Kobik has changed in his memory. Right, supposedly. What, what Steve now remembers yeah. from the past. But we find out in these that maybe that's not maybe. just what Kobik changed. It's very possible it had been changed before. See, I don't buy that. And now I don't know. Steve like, is just changing it back. It. That's the whole point. I don't. I think you're supposed to. Shit. I don't know which one of these is real now. Right. And, and I, I was, kind of. I kind of want it to be that all that shit really happened. Well, I told somebody else. I. The, I think the perfect ending to this is going to be somehow with the resolution that you still don't ever know. But he which chooses. Of them, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But you don't ever know which of them was real. Yeah, I like that. I don't buy. <clears throat> Like I like I like what you guys are saying. Yeah, I think what you guys are saying is cool. I don't buy that there's an actual possibility that that's the real past. And here's why: it's not just that Steve's memories are different. It's that to Steve, reality has changed. Like the reality that Steve remembers, the things he remembers doing, he did. That's just not the same reality that everyone else on this earth has experienced. Basically, it's almost like Steve is from an alternate reality, just without being on. Yes, yeah. But if, but if, but if you buy into the fact that that the U.S. government used a cosmic to rewrite reality in the past, that's exactly what everyone else should still. Steve right. is the only one who remembers. I, I know. Cool. I yeah. know that's the conceit. I don't know that I buy that it actually happened. I think it's just okay. part of what Steve. I think it's part of what happened in the reality Steve is from now. In in the in the Hydra Rogers verse, yeah. <laughs> I think it absolutely happened. I don't think it has happened to anyone else. Well, the other the other conversation that I had was the continuation of that was if you if you understand and think about quantum states, the answer is they both are well, right, yeah, exactly. are both real. Yeah. And there's right? yes, yeah. I mean, reality is your perception of reality. Yeah. So, and Steve is a cat in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America Rogers. cat. Captain America. <laughs> I wonder if Captain America cat's in Hydra too, or Hydrat. I think we established Hydrat. Hydrat. Does that make Doctor Manhattan his Schrodinger? <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That was that um, was well played. So well played. Thank you. Uh, other couple of thing. One other thing I wanted to address in this before we move on, unless you guys have something else, is. I did not read Thunderbolts. I'm assuming that Kobik has been split up again, back yes. into the various Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, I had to assume that too. I, I haven't been reading. I didn't read either. it either, but I looked it up. So yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I think that's going to end up being pretty important because oh. Kobik was yeah. not formed of any one cube. She was shard, shards of different cubes, right. one of which the Red Skull had possessed. There's one shard missing. Mm-hmm. So if like she gets reformatted without, say, the Red Skull shard or with that shard but not some other shard, like that's going to affect her personality and what she could make reality the next time. Yeah. She, and, that, and I think it's clear by what Selvig does and keeping it away from that, that she is going to reform. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about that Bucky, though. <gasps> All right. We didn't yeah, talk about the that. The Bucky Zemo stuff? Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing that that kind of pushes me into the, well, no, it's not real, because Zemo's like, I don't know if it's real or not, but I'm going to make him believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. But, but again. Oh, Bucky, again, that was heartbreaking, too. You, remembering that Steve is the only one, if, if that was true. Right. If the U.S. used a Cosmic Cube to change, 
Steve is the only one who re- who truly remembers who what, can who right. can truly yeah, remember right right. Um, I did like, by the way, uh, Nick Spencer tweeted out something to the effect of feed. I'd like one more page. There would have been a scene of Howard Stark and uh, someone else doing a Manhattan Project style cosmic cube. Awesome. That Invention. Cool. Yeah. Super awesome. Yep. yep. That was good. Damn. So yeah. good. Yeah. Best Marvel event in. <laughs> since just, Secret Wars. Just from the At first least book. Secret Wars. Yeah. <laughs> since Secret Wars. I'm uh, Secret Wars has a very high place in my mm-hmm. esteem. Yeah. Fair um, enough, fair enough. But oh, but this is very good. I'm yes. enjoying this quite a bit. Yep. Please don't right. civil war to me. No. no. Uh it's already so much better than that was. Yes. Although I liked the zero in the first issue. I know. <laughs> and I know a lot of people Fuck did. Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> no, I'm not. That, that's an entirely non-judgmental. I'm aware. I know a lot of people did. I do not happen to be one of them. Yeah. But I know a lot of people did, and I'm in the minority on that. Fair. Honestly, I think part of what I liked so much about those early couple issues is that I wanted to like it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a good big. Yeah. Event. Well, that I did. We're getting it now. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and and while it is brilliant. still like people fight like superheroes fighting each other, it's not like it's yeah, it's not the same. No, Mm-mm. it's very different. <laughs> it's so good. Um, do you guys have any theories on who is the new? Is it Gorgon? Is that his name? The um, green um, armored Hydra. It's over there, dude. No, no, I don't have any theories. Oh no, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Kraken. 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 Yep. No, I don't have any theories. I have, I have one. I have zero. Do I have you? one. Uh, what do you think it is? I think it is one of two people, one more likely than the other. I think it is probably Heinrich Zemo. Okay. It could oh, also be Steve Rogers' father, who you never see dead. You see him get thrown in the river. That's right. Doesn't... S- oh, maybe I'm thinking of some, some... Maybe I'm thinking of another book. Something what about oh no I, I think maybe it was a te- I can't something I saw this week where they were like yeah, yeah n- no neither of your parents are dead <laughs> I don't think it was this book though no I don't think it was that sounds familiar mm-hmm. but that wasn't yeah because no. we got the well maybe it wasn't the last one that your mother's alive right 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 yeah but that, that's what I'm saying I don't think it was but that no was this so is good. a somebody thought that both of their parents were gone and it's like yeah no neither one of them that sounds familiar I don't remember what that it was, was an, it, it was another comic this week yeah. I just don't know what it was. Batman. It was Batman. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. Technically, technically, hold on. Well, no, I guess Flashpoint Martha's dead now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was alive for a while there. There's gotta be another con- or another universe where she's alive. Okay. Uh, I right. think there's a universe where she became Batwoman. Where Tom, Bruce, you know, Thomas and Bruce died with that. And Thomas Jr. was her psychotic Robin. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, and oh no, in Flashpoint, she was someone. I know, that's what I'm saying, but she's dead now. She does die in yeah, the events yeah, of Flashpoint. Yeah, right. she's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't just blowing smoke. I know, I, it took me a moment to remember that. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. a costume I really want to do. Yeah, I loved that reveal oh, so much. That, that cool. yeah. remains the coolest moment in Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. So, there, Flash, Flashpoint itself was so damn good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. We digress. <laughs> All the time. That's our catchphrase, actually. 
Etymology, right. we digress. <laughs> well, speaking of Batwoman, Brian. Yes. Why did you think of number two? Uh, you know what? I'm still enjoying this book. Me too. Um, I like how much they're getting into, again, you know, they're, they're going into her history and development. And those personal ties, those personal stories are what really are making. Yeah. I mean, you're building characters at that point. And yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just nothing but good. I still love, love the Julia Pennyworth moments too. Oh God. Yes. Was, was this yes. one fine, but you're doing all the dishes when you get back. <laughs> yep. I can't tell if they're kind of involved with each other or not. They I, sound like it sometimes. I, I, I personally hope that it's a, something that is kind of ne- almost never addressed. Me too. You know what I mean? That I really it's just, be just always vague. kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yes. Now this is this is a really good book now that we're past the rebirth stuff. Yes. Yeah. Also a really, really good book. Deathstroke. Yeah. This is one of my favorite issues this series has had so far, full stop. Yeah, I I will agree with yeah. you. There there was so much in this one that was just the starting of some payoff yeah. for so many things that have been building. Yeah. Yes. And the massive fuck you to Power Girl, to Tanya Power yeah. Girl, <laughs> yeah. was just gut-wrenching. Yeah. I'll, and I love the scene with Garth that comes in mm-hmm. and her reaction to him and then how that carries through because that like that feels so real especially for like a teenager right Mm -hmm. yeah you're not gonna admit you were wrong right yeah (laughs) and wintergreen and rose talking about why slade's the way he is and Uh how he will push away anyone who he cares for Mm -hmm. juxtaposed against what he does to power girl like that's that's the whole like emotional crux of this issue. There are some other things in it and some cool things in it, but it's this while this just brutal fight between the two is going on because Deathstroke has done the unspeakable to her. <laughs> well, indirectly. Well, he actually yeah. does it to some someone else, but yes. Well, yes. But yeah. Uh, you, that whole time you've got Wintergreen telling Rose, "No, no, no. He hurts you because he loves you." Which is fucked up. Yes, but it's it's him. But it's it's him in a nutshell. Yeah, no no one understands him better than Winery. No. Yes. Well, Christopher Priest might. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and there have the, been a lot of eh Deathstroke runs over the last few oh, years. Fair this enough, one's fair this one's like fantastic. And the 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 uh, Joseph Etienne mm-hmm. scene. I, like that's just it. Every her, her one little of these... fuck you to him is oh. also wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spoiler for for I guess the last couple of issues, but he's she's found out that he's uh, spoiler for this issue. She's found out that he had had an affair with Doctor Icon, and as she storms out, the last thing out of her mouth is, "Fine, now I don't have to feel bad about fucking your father." Oh. What. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing you could say. Uh huh. It's also true. Yeah, it's also true. Which makes it hurt. 
Well, the la- the 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 last issue's title was I think called still was All in the Family. Right? A family affair. Family affair. I'm sorry. Family oh, affair. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. But oh, the 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 teaser page panel for the next issue was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're not reading this. No, but I feel like I should get caught up just because of the event, the crossover. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also because Lazarus. This is easily like one of my just consistency wise. Yeah. Top three books for DC right now. I would agree. It is it is one of my favorite that I'm yeah. look forward the most to. Yeah, I think I think we agree. It started kind of rocky in some ways, but especially as it sort of mellowed the multiple timelines stuff, right. it has become just amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would. Um, and you know what's funny, Alex? Thinking back, it's because it literally has just completely and totally cashed in. On exactly what we said this run would oh, have yeah. to do. Oh yeah, no, right? I think about that every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's it's all of the characters around him that yeah. they have put, made such a central part of this book that make it so good. Yeah, cool. And yet it's all still with him in the middle. Yeah, and thinking about thinking about what DC has said comes out of Lazarus' contract. Not the spoiler I was refer- referencing right. earlier, but. I don't know if I said it on air last week. I know we talked about it afterwards. The cover to the next issue of Deathstroke mm-hmm. after uh, Lazarus' contract. It makes what he does after that in that context make a lot of sense. A lot of sense too. He's basically in that context going out and building himself a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his real good, good book. Good, good book. So good. Um. Where do we want to go next? Let's go to some third-party stuff. Okay. Cool. Uh, I read World Reader number one this week, which oh. is the new... Uh, it's the new... Was it Jeff Loveness? I think that's right. Um, was the co-writer of Nova. Uh, his new book from Aftershock with Wando um, about this woman who... It's solicited as can talk to planets. That's not totally accurate. She has the ability to talk to the dead on planets. Okay. Yeah, because I remember them saying something about dead worlds. Um, She can talk to their dead and can, like, learn their languages and their cultures and all of that by communing with their dead. There are a couple of ideas introduced very early in this issue that I think make it a lot more interesting than just that, which was enough to get me to read it. Um, One is... Every world they find is dead. Earth may be the last living world. Oh. And something, whatever is killing these worlds, is also destroying the spirits that inhabit them. It's consuming them. So it's not just she can talk to dead worlds. It's almost like she's she's investigating their murders and... Not anyone really believes she can do what she says she can do, but then she sees this thing come in and consume spirits on this world she's on, and no one believes her, and she's got to do something, or Earth's, like, the last one left to go. Oh. Yeah. This sounds far more interesting than... Yeah, it's it's a neat book. I just pulled from... I, I thought about picking it up, but there were just so many other things I got this week. I'm probably going to trade it, for the same reason I do a lot of times, A, pull list, and B... It's structured in a way that's going to read really well in trade. Okay. But it's definitely worth checking out, I think. Cool. 
Yeah. Um, and it's very pretty. Um, Jen. Yeah. Tell me about Redneck. Okay. So this is about a family of vampires in the heart of Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. Um, is this the uh, is this the barbecue book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like apparently they smoke ribs for a living, I guess. Okay. But they drink like cow's blood and all that. Um, it is really damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've never. I I don't know if anybody knows this, but I am a little redneck. I was raised that way. Um, I think I think the people here. Maybe. Well, probably. <laughs> You're a lapsed redneck? Non-denominational redneck? No. (laughs) I still like playing in the mud. Um, But I have never seen in any sort of literature or comic book or anything them write words the way that I have grown up saying it. Like, they try. They try. It's like, this this word kind of sounds like this. I'm going to write it like that. No. This book gets it right. Somebody was raised in the South. Who writes this? This, hold on. It is... Donnie Cates. No idea. Okay. okay. So good. It was so funny. He's done some other horror stuff for third-party okay. publishers. I can't place what, but I know I've seen his name on other... At least Supernatural-type books. Cool. I mean, it's real good. Yeah. So, I, I would advise either... Getting it, I'm going to keep getting it in single issues, but at least trade. Like, I would advise getting it at least in trade. It is really funny. Wow, cool. And the the main person in the first issue, I don't know if he's going to keep being the main, but he reminds me of so many family members that I, growing (laughs) up, thought was hilarious and now can't stand. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. Anyone with a southern family can probably relate. (laughs) Well, no, no, not involved. Southern family. Well, okay. Anybody with a white trash redneck Fair family enough. can definitely Fair understand. Enough. My experience didn't experience did not necessarily involve thinking they were funny when I was little, but I was too little to know the difference. I mean, mm, I, I understand. It's it's not okay. This book is not particularly. It's not racist, so that's good. Well, oh. see, there's a difference between it and some of my family. Right there, you go. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, it's real good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian. Okay. Tell me about Failsafe. Failsafe. Okay, so... I don't know anything about this book. This is... I, you know what? I, I, it was it was totally the the write-up, the solicitate that, that made me pick right. this up. So who published it? It's by Vault, okay. which is super, super small press. Yep. And um, writer, artist? It's written artist? by F.J. DeSanto and Todd Farmer. Mm-hmm. And the art is uh, Federico Delaccio. Okay. Um... So I'll I'll start with the with the art. The art is um it's really to me kind of different. Um there's uh it, it's not just that that line sketchy kind of abstract and it's not the kind of the super realistic. It's like kind of in between. Quietly gets that way sometimes mm-hmm. in some of his stuff and it feels a little bit like that. I'll kind of let you see. Oh yeah, what I'm talking I can about. see the, okay. I can right. see the comparison there. Um, it's got like a sketchy, sketchy lines, but a more, uh, a, a more, more depth to its colors. Yes, the, like a lot the, of yeah. a lot of the the texture and and field of depth comes from the way it's colored. There you go, and I like it, and it fits this. So this story is about the government had this program uh, where 
basically they put cybernetics into people and they had mm-hmm. this project. Well, kind of went, imagine that it went wrong <laughs> and, um, you know, some of them uh, activated and killed these people. Well, so, uh, one of them, they ended up assassinating the president, uh, and shut the whole program down in this thing. Well, of course it's the government, so they didn't really shut it down. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> president assassinates you. Right. So, uh, True. with the development of nanotechnology, uh, basically nanites, they kind of restarted this program, but didn't tell anybody. And you know, nothing. Well, Praise nothing not bad can come of that. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's it's a little trite and kind of the the, but the execution of it feels different. Cool. Um, where some of these people, like they don't even know that they're these inhumans, in, cy- <laughs> cyborg kind of super agent people, right? And they just activate. Huh. And like this one lady just like just starts. The, some bank robbers show up in the bank that she happens to be in, and she fucking trashes them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so actually, kind of, kind of cool. I kind of like the execution of it. So I'll, I'll keep getting this. And cool. See, see where it goes. Uh, I think we all three read this week out of new third party stuff back into Marvel for a minute. Nick Fury, number one. Yeah. Yeah. I really dug this book. And I don't know that I realized while I was reading it how much I liked it, but I kept coming back to it throughout Mm -hmm. the week. Especially its art. I love... Mm -hmm. It is not what I expected in a Nick Fury book. I expected sneaky and lots of, like... uh, 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 Not even just secret agency stuff but that sort of covert hush hush morally gray that you get a lot in like shield type books Mm -hmm. right this is more like bright colorful bombastic james bond oh let me tell you this is like roger moore james almost yeah as far as the bright colorful aspect of this if you have color blindness tell me if you like this book because i bet you can't see most of it because oh. it's all those like olives and orange. Where's Mike? I don't know. I need him to look at it. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. I see what you're saying. Especially get there's some really really busy, super busy double spray page spreads. Yeah. yeah. That are just yeah that pink and orange and yeah. And I, I I can easily see that not being everybody's cup of tea, but I really dig it. I really like the, it's just. The fact that you said dig it, yeah. kind of, well, <laughs> there's very much almost a like a 70s six, vibe. Or, even yeah. more like a late 60s inspired, yeah. yeah. Well, you said Roger Moore. Right, yeah, fair right. Right. Yeah. yeah, true. Um, I've seen a couple of people posting online uh, back and forth an article about how this would be the template to do a black James Bond. Oh, sure. Okay. You could easily, you could easily turn this into a, a, yeah. a, a, a film for jazz. Okay. I can't tell. Like I can't tell enough within the first issue. Not enough happened to me. And I get it was that. big and busy and powerful and pretty and whatever. But yeah. I don't love that. I don't patch, feel like though. enough. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want that eye patch. Know, right? Hold on, I'll trip again. <laughs> Poke. No, and I get that. Like I don't know. I have no sense of where this book is going past here. Like I feel like a second issue is almost as blind a buy as a first issue. No pun intended on the eye patch <laughs> thing. Um, but I'm gonna do it happily. <laughs> yeah, because I did really like it, this. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Right. I did too. Um, and I like I 
I tend to like James Robinson's stuff. I feel like he's one of the writers who they'll get to write the same thing over and over and over. And then when he gets to break out of that box and do something different again, he gets really interesting. Um, and I think between this and Felix Leiter, he's getting to break out of, Hey James, will you, will you write old superheroes getting the team back together and into spy stuff? Yeah. Cause that's what like every book he's written just about for not, not counting his greater own stuff, but everything he's done for Marvel and DC while I've been reading has been, Hey James, will you write earth Two? Hey James, will you write the invaders? Hey James, will you write? Fantastic Four doing old school stuff. You know what this, and not exactly, but I'll, let me, I'll explain what I mean when I say it. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Grayson, whereas Grayson tended yeah. towards more superhero-ish mm-hmm. side of spycraft. Yeah. This really is just super spy James Bond. Yeah. But it had that same kind of like super light feel yeah. to it. Hey, being a spy is fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah. It's, it's the bombast. That's the yeah. thing I like yeah. about it is it is so ridiculously over the top in an intentional way and that's I think where that 70s vibe comes from it's why the colorfulness works for me it's just showy it's it's a, it's not serious but it's like the non-parody version of okay I'm Archer now right yes. it's not parody <laughs> yeah. I will say yeah. which, which it's I think not. yeah I, and I'm glad of that if you like if you like spy stuff pick it up and yeah. try it for yourself I'd give it that how about that yeah. yeah, I need more butts though. Give me some butts. However, them Hydra <laughs> uniforms. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, uh, we'll talk. We'll get we'll get to the, the right butt issue in a minute. Because um. no, no, them girls though in that hide in their oh, Hydra uniforms. Yeah. They're very very tailored Those, Hydra uniforms. They were like, you know what, the guys can be frumpy, but you girls. <laughs> I'm telling you, he needs to have Hydra Bob show up and say, no, no, yes. no, I want my package on point. <laughs> Let me see that ass. I need I need everybody to notice my pizone. <laughs> I want to be like I got two kids. Fuck it, show my ass off. <laughs> my pantalones need to show my cojones. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't need to see your cojones through your pants, sir. <laughs> I don't need to be able to go, oh, those are definitely your balls. <laughs> However, if everything's nice and formed, good. Yeah. Um, Some, somebody has to borrow a costume this weekend. <laughs> Please don't name Hydra Bob's balls, Roberto and Alejandro. I refuse. Thank you. <laughs> Although, that's good. Um, it, can't be, it can't be one in gym, so what is it going to be? Well, not Roberto and Alejandro. Those are already taken. <laughs> I believe yeah. you took those. That's Without thinking. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, I did that. You're welcome. Yeah, Brentle Floss has his new party game out for Steam and PS4 and Xbox One mm-hmm. and Wii U. Um, and he was, as he's been, as they've been releasing on platforms, he's been showing pictures of different prompts for it and, you know, Give us your best answer, and whoever makes us laugh the most will give a free key for it. Yeah. One of the prompts, and I, I, I screen capped it, I meant to send it to you, was, what are the names of your butt cheeks? Oh no, I could have won. You could have won. Now, Bob and I might have told you you won, but I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if Brendel Floss would have gotten it. <laughs> no, because I would totally give the whole story about how I okay. accidentally named my butt cheeks after two of my best friends. <laughs> accidentally. Accidentally. Damn it. Uh... 
It's totally not because they're both big asses. It's, <laughs> that's just well, coincidence. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the last issue of Silk was this week, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Silk has ended. And yeah, and it's not just, uh, you know, it's not they're not restarting with a new run or anything. This is it for this character as a solo this, book though. for a while. For a new character mm-hmm. to have a 26-issue run, this is 19, but there was a volume before. There was a volume, right. To have a 26-issue run out of the gate without any real recognition other than, okay, she's in the Spider-Man family. Mm-hmm. Is pretty tremendous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Super happy they were able to get this run done. This character is not done by no. a long shot. This character will be in. It would. I fully expect this character to show up in a team somewhere. Yeah. Well, like she's joined Shield. Yeah. Right. She right. joined Shield in the last issue, and I, I would love to see like a Bobby Moore, Cindy Moon, Buddy Cop Shield team up. Yeah, that yeah. could be. That would be. That'd be a lot of fun. And they could easily, I mean, and both of them know, know Parker really well, so mm-hmm. he can show up from time to time. As a matter of fact, he shows up in this one. Yeah. Kind of as a thing. But yeah, the, the, the ending is really, really, you know, it, more yeah. Cindy Moon than Silk, yeah. but they tie it up nicely. and yeah. It's a nice epilogue. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. It was a little bittersweet. Yeah. You can tell that these people really love doing this book, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to end. Yeah. Yeah, I get it though. I will say, I mean, the stories have in the in the book have gotten, and in fairness, some of that may be just the uh, clone conspiracy, and I yeah. felt like I felt like it it ended a little weak just because of those tie-ins. They felt like they had to do with it. Yeah, clone but, conspiracy did take a little momentum away. the The other thing that may have been a factor was, and I, I appreciate. Like, I really like that they moved it forward and didn't just make, okay, we're never right. going to do anything with her family. Oh, sure. But I don't know that they, that it feels totally like they'd figured out what they wanted to do once they brought her family back. Correct. Yeah, I think that was. So. I, I think, mm, I think they had an idea as in, like, they think they know her dad wanted to be yeah. something other than just, but I don't think they knew exactly what that was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, but those are, I think, minor issues in the grand scheme. Like, it's still. I hate to see it go. My pull yes. list, yeah. my pull list breathes a sigh of relief. Mine my too. wallet does, <laughs> but I do hate to see it go. Agreed. And like I said, I'm, I'm happy that this character exists now and mm-hmm. will be around. Know, around. And I hope they give Robbie Thompson another book. I feel like I read recently that he's got another title coming up. Good. It may be in the July. I mean, I don't want it to take away from his supernatural duties, but now he seems to be pretty well ingrained at Marvel at this point. Good. Um, Good. I'm sure when we do solicitations next week, we'll figure out what that book is. He's an adorable person. All right, Brian, last one before is it still good? Okay. Generation Zero, number nine. So this is another book that this is the last issue of. Um, so this book, uh, when it started, the idea was that Generation Zero was going to be this team. Uh, so this is the Valiant book. Uh, it's set in their universe. Uh, you know, These are the kids' psyops, so this is the young team. And uh, the idea was going to be that teenagers that were in trouble could reach out to them and they would uh, come and help them out, right? Mm -hmm. Turned out that, (laughs) I I don't know if this was intentional from the beginning or that I I get the feeling that it kind of changed into this as they knew that it was going to not keep going. Uh, But it ended up being one long story. Mm. Uh, So there's just one person that they kind of ended up helping. 
Um, and you can feel that because it does feel like they stretched maybe a couple of issues. They were like, oh, well, you've got, you know, you so you're just going to do this one story. And so they kind of pulled it out a little bit. Uh, but that one story was really good. Um, cool. My favorite thing about this is the art, um, which reminds me a lot of, um, uh, and I can't remember who does the, who did the lock and key stuff? Uh Gabriel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Gabriel Rodriguez. Okay, it reminds me a lot of that. I mean, it's just so uh, clean, but yet kind of round and soft, cool. I guess, is yeah. the, the the best way I can phrase that. Another one who reminds me a little bit of Frank Quietly sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, you can see. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, but so, love this love this series. I uh, highly recommend. I'm sure it'll be probably it's eight issues or nine issues. So Probably a trade. I, they two. may do an oversized single trade of yeah. it, which would be really cool. Very cool. Um, and it's it's a pretty good story. And cool. they end it, you know, kind of open-ended. So, of course, you know, things can happen. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. Is it still good? Jen. Black Hammer. It is still so good. Good. We get a lot of golden, or is that right? Golden Gale. Golden Gale. Yeah. 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 We get a lot of her story, like her life story, and it is so fucking sad. They're all kind of sad, but even by that standard. Even by that standard, oh, no, it's just like what happens yeah. later in her life. Okay. Yes. Oh. And we. It's it, okay, so this is the character we know clearly is based off Shazam, right? Yeah. The whole. You know, well, so yeah, she has invested other people with her, with some of her power to make the Including golden family. A duck. <laughs> or, or it's a goose. It's a goose. It's, a goose. it's the, golden the golden goose. goose. The golden right? goose. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I didn't read this issue, but. <laughs> yes. Because exactly. I knew this Exactly. Of course it's the golden goose. Uh, so good. This book is so good. Yep. Yes. Cool. Uh, All Star Batman. Oh, sorry. Did you have something? Else? I was just going to say, and uh, this is actually a really important. In the last three, two or three pages, we find out a very significant fact of about yeah where they are about uh, and what's happening. Why why they're where they are possibly. Cool. Yes. Yeah. The very last page. Though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Uh, All Star Batman number nine wraps up the. Sort of one and done narrative conceit arcs or issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I overall enjoyed this issue. I think it's a good end to that arc. It gets a little talky for me. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, which may just be because the things the other issues do are so narratively interesting that having this one cut with a lot more dialogue than the others did makes that feel noticeable uh, that's a great way to put it yeah i also want to say during this one i was like it's red herring <laughs> just out of the blue oh that's who okay cool yeah yeah like no lead up this is one of those times i actually uh appreciated having known ahead of time who it was okay because i didn't have that concern because i already knew okay this is building to a confrontation with such and such Mm-hmm. Right about so and so, it was old man strong. Um, <laughs> uh, he is an old man and pretty strong. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. I liked, I liked what it did with the idea of the real power to end the world being in narrative. Oh yes, yeah. 
Like, I liked the thesis behind this issue. <laughs> yeah. Because we're watching it happen in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Um, <laughs> Aquaman, also still good. Man, I, I said it last time. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it every week now. I, I know exactly. Until, I, I, that's all I could think of as I was reading this. Until it happens. I need this just, beca- just to become a straight up Eldritch Horror book. And, it, and like, this is a good art to, I yeah. mean... This, if you read just this arc, you could easily think that was what yeah. this book was. Huh. The the deeper cool. this arc, no pun intended, ah. gets into it, <laughs> um, the more I just want that to be this book's DNA. It's like from the now more on. entrenched you are in yes. this. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. Um, and I like, I like the answer to where the dead water monsters come from. Yes, <laughs> I think that's uh, a really cool way to explain it I, and different than a lot i can't think of another quick comparison to how that's been executed i'm sure there are others in I'm the sure. vast uh, yeah, library I mean, that is all of fiction right but it feels different like this arc feels different than a lot of what this book has been since rebirth it, and but it's still i like really it really good yeah i'd argue it's probably its best arc yeah, very, it may be yeah um, Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. <coughs> um, also still good. We get the, the, the time cave saved Superman mm. and vice versa as it would happen. <laughs> um, it plays with time and narrative storytelling in a cool way. Um, it kind of makes the past and the present seamless, um, to the point where you don't know necessarily that all of what happens here has actually happened, but that doesn't matter. Because some of it's memories and some of it's... Hallucination. hallucination and, and you don't really know where one starts and the other ends, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Yes. And at the end of this, uh, things <laughs> have gone very bad in the world of Cave Carson. <laughs> things are not good. No. Uh, it is a bad day. Brian. Yeah. Green Arrow number 21. Uh, Green still good. is, uh, yeah, it, it is still good. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than, uh, they're continuing and I like it. Cool. I looked up yesterday to see when the next two volumes of this come out. Cause I really do need more of this. Right. Um, it does look like they're picking up their schedule. Like the next one's out in August and the one after that's out in October. Uh, yeah, I, I think I mentioned, d- yeah. I think DC with rebirth finally got on board with the fact that, <laughs> You know what? As soon as People an arc is done, we, we need to get the trades yeah. out the, within the next couple of months. I mean, if they had taken the year they used to, the right. year plus for some books they used to, they'd have this coming out with 24 issues already in the can. No right. one would ever catch up. Holy right. fuck. Yeah. Um, but I think they're even picking up the the, ske- the schedule to the point where they're going to be within a couple of months. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Of release. Yeah. 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 So like I'm totally down with that. Uh, Green Lanterns. Ryan, this one's you too. Uh, this is kind of the end of the Doctor Polaris uh, story. Is, or is <laughs> kind of biteful. It, it leaves <laughs> it leaves some loose ends. As in, yes, you're yeah. right. It leaves, but it, but it does end Polaris interruptus. It does end this this particular yes this particular confrontation confrontation of this art. Yeah, yeah, uh, and clearly that it, it's they're going to be telling a different story next issue. Yes. So yeah. Um, but it was both what I expected mm-hmm. and not what I expected. Yeah. 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 Yes. All right. Uh, Nightwing. 
Still good. I love this book so much. I got in the middle of this, and Brian, I think you, you alluded to this before we were recording, got very upset in the middle of this book that they were going to do something. <laughs> I was, I, yeah, my heart, if my heart had, stopped for a moment. If they had done it, I'd have been done. I'd have been done with this book. I, yeah, I can easily see that. Not oh, no. because it was unsa- would have been unsatisfying, or it might have been a little unearned. It definitely would have been cheap. But because just I would not want to live in a Nightwing world in which that had happened. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, it, this has been leading from, from villain, you know, basically yeah. from villain to villain. And uh, Nightwing and uh, uh, Defacer go after the next person in this chain. Um, and <laughs> because he had just rescued her, yeah. uh, she has to borrow a costume. And Damn. She got well. She got borrow a costume from what? Well, it's it's her costume, but it's the one. It's a copy it's of her one, costume from one of Professor Pig's Dollatrons. Dollatrons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let me let me find. Uh... I will say this: I do think this book, as much as I like it, is bordering on one thing, and um, <laughs> they are about to no, the point. No, where no, hold I on. <laughs> I need a minute. See what I mean? So damn girl. That girl. Mm-hmm. I love Y'all. it, that Sean <laughs> Y'all, oh, baby. Mm. Get that butt going. <laughs> Told That's, you this. What a pig. And once again, Nightwing has the best butts. <laughs> it's not Nightwing's butt, though. Nope. nope. I, 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 do, I do feel I, like... Now, okay. If she, if she really is... Because I think we spoiled this a couple of issues back. This is a couple of issues old, yeah. so we, I think we're good to yeah, talk about you can, this. Yeah, you can say. Uh, if she really is pregnant with him... Like, that kid is going to have the ass of all asses for all time. The god of asses. Yes. Yes. I can't wait for that baby to grow up so I can creep on it. (laughs) I need them to stop endangering Sean. Are you okay, Brian? I need them to stop... Alex's reaction is killing me. I need them to stop threatening to fridge Sean. It is getting to that point where it's like she's just a plot point. I love this book. Yeah. I love what they're doing with Dick narratively. Yes. They need to stop making her damsel in distress. And this issue does get to that to some degree. It does. But then they turn around and, and, oh no, is she dead? Right. Is this still Tim Seeley? Yeah. Tim, Tim, let's talk for a minute. Don't fucking do that shit. So I'm I'm really hoping this is, they're going to get out of that with this arc ending. I think they will. I just... I'm ready for it to stop being. How can we imperil Penelope Pit Stop this week? Uh, yes, yeah, it need, yes, I agree. That needs to stop. Yeah, um, and like, had they killed her off, I, that's the thing that I would have been done. Had yeah. they done that, I'd just be like, no. Yeah. Um, threaten Damien. Fine, we know he'll be okay. <laughs> He's died before he got better. Yeah. Because oh, this girl. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Dead ass though. Sorry. So you good? You good? You okay to you okay to go on? I don't know. I'm a little Twitter pagan. Okay. Well, do we need to skip Super Sons and come back to you? No, it's fine. Okay. Hey, how's Super Sons? It. It's good. It's very cute. That watching them fight with each other is the most adorable thing. Uh-huh. They really are like brothers. Yes. And it is like watching little, little tiny brothers fight. And then the fact that they actually use that to distract the, yes. the people they're fighting and yeah. then go at them. I, I thought I was yeah. gonna die with that one. That was. Yeah. Wonderful. Yep. 
I also appreciate them giving a little bigger picture of what's going on in this issue, so some yes. of the narrative flow makes a little more sense. Agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been enjoying it, but it's it's a good it time is good to start to know revealing. What's going on. Yes. 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 Thank you, um, Brian. Mm-hmm. Superman. Superman. So we have we have Damien and John both in this one also. Still arguing like brothers. Um, yeah. I'm just going to say this is still good. Um, I think hopefully with the next issue we're going to really find out possibly what's going on and we'll yeah. probably talk more a lot more about it then. But uh, still really, really yeah. good. This also shows one new plot line that is mm. the idea that there are people out there telling basically the public sees Superboy for the first time mm-hmm. and he does something Superman doesn't want him to do and the public applauds him for it and gives Superman grief for not having done it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you start getting this whole he's gotta learn to deal with He's gotta make his own public choices. voice. But you you also understand there's something more going on there. I know. That yeah. But I oh, think yes. that's still gonna be an important thread. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um Brian. Uh-huh. Wild store. The Wild Storm. Um, so, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this. This is the first one, I think, where we really start to see where where people are lining up on different sides and how things might start to fit together uh, yeah. and teams might start to form and that kind of thing. Um, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I have one problem. We have we have three char- three female characters that aren't in costumes. And look really similar. I mean, they're not. They don't look exactly the same. But like every time you see one, you have to stop and pay attention and think about who it is. It's like, like then you realize really? why they make costumes in superhero books. Yeah. Or, or like you know, make one of them blonde or like do something like, say, like that's why that's why that's why all of the most of the the main women characters in comics have red hair. Like historically, that's why you have a lot so you like can Mary Jane, who they Pepper are. Potts. It's so they don't look like everybody else. Exactly. Because yeah. good. Because redheads be good. This is true. When, when you can print four color, red is useful. Yes. <laughs> However, I will say the action scene that is in this is top notch. Yeah, Grifter is awesome. <laughs> Grifter. <laughs> Grifter is great. Oh, but sorry, I was thinking about that cover. All of them are. Actually. Uh, the 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 Bieber Grifter. The Bieber Grifter. Yeah. Um, I may jump to trade for this book just because it's kind of the Hickman thing. Yeah. There are so many moving parts that it yes. being monthly, yeah. I have to stop and turn around and and brush up. It's it's. I don't want to say it's tough to follow, but you really have to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, trade would be great for in this. a world where trade so many books are biweekly. Monthly feels long. Uh, Black Science, real, real good book. I love this book so much. If you're not reading it, jump on those trades. Um, the the sort of the back half that we're in now is a very different sort of story format than the front half, but it's so much fun. Um, the shit's hitting the fan, and pieces are starting to come together that have been introduced early on and characters are starting to show back up again and it's sort of the the shape taking form in the madness in like the last issue and this issue and I imagine a couple going forward so it's it's the payoff we're in the payoff cool. at this point all right um curse words jin oh it is so 
damn good. We get the next wizard uh, come to to uh, to fight Weezord. <laughs> Weezord. Weezord. Um, yeah, so we get the next wizard coming to fight him, um, and shit, shit's gonna start going down. Yeah. Yeah, because he still doesn't have all his power. He's still trying to find ways to get more power back, and it is it's just fantastic. Awesome. And those April Fools. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost bought this issue just for its variant cover. The one that I got? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, the koala riding the dog from The Fix. Which, if you're not reading The Fix, I'm looking at you, Brian. Mm-hmm. Read The Fix. I need more. Okay. It's the funniest, one of the funniest books out there. The Fix. The Fix. The second volume just came out. All right. Yeah. Um, Nick Spencer, Steve Lieber. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, that goes for you at home or in your car too. Go if you're in your car. Drive you're in your to your car. You're already, you're already halfway there. Right. Yes. Yeah. You've put on pants. That's the hardest part. <laughs> if you haven't put on Probably pants and you're driving your car, bravo. <laughs> Braver <laughs> than I am. I we you, applaud you. I hope you don't have to get out and you also aren't next to a semi truck. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Black Science had one of those April Fool's variant covers, too, that was, like, all of Rick Reminder's characters right now in the uh, positioning for the first issue of his Uncanny Avengers cover, <laughs> plus Gert from uh, I Hate Fairyland. <laughs> uh, nice. I love these. I love these weird variants. Uh, Jen, speaking of weird variants. Oh, Lord. Los Criminales Sexuales. Oh, yeah, I got my first uh, uh, X-rated, cover. X-rated cover. Let me tell you, that was good stuff. <laughs> oh. Mostly she was tired of me threatening to tell her what the covers yeah. were. Yeah. And I've been having to look them up on Reddit, and that just... It's not the same, It's not it? the same as, like, actually opening it for yourself and going, and go, oh, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. But but Sex Crimes, so, so good. Mm-hmm. It is so good. You're We're... We're dealing with a lot of the stuff that John's dealing with and them not communicating. And I know that sounds so boring, but it's so not. Um, oh, there was something else I was going to... Oh, oh, listen. I don't know why she looked at me when she said that. I'm a little could scared. You, could you read this book? Is is Dave like... Does he? Is he supposed to look like Chip? Um... No more than I imagine that the father in Reborn is supposed to look like Greg Capullo. I think okay. it's a happy accident. Because uh, Chip, Chip looks like Chip. But Chip draws it. And well, I feel like he has drawn himself into this simply for the purpose of showing us his ass. I mean, that, does, that actually is a very Chip move. Right. But every time I see him now, I'm like, that's Chip. That's Chip with like gray or Well, hair. actually, hang on, hang on, hang on. We've seen Chip's ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that his ass? Is it both his face and his ass? That is what I'm saying. As a student of the school of asses, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, if it faces like a duck, and it asses like a duck, it must be the guy who wrote Howard the Duck. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, so I think think the therapist is Chuck. Yeah. Or Chip. Chip. God damn it. Duck. (laughs) Duck Chuck. Chip. (laughs) Uh, she's really quacked up about this. <laughs> hey, Brian. 
Yes. How's Doctor Strange number nineteen? All right, Doctor Strange. So we uh, we we get mostly what I would call the resolution to yeah. this arc. Yeah. You know, Jen's refrigerator is cosplaying actually as <laughs> Doctor Strange is right now, and we need some Zelma in here to kill it. Don't make fun of my freezer. <laughs> my the gasket on my freezer is broken. There's some, what was it you said? There's something wrong with her. There's something wrong. Very wrong. Very wrong. Uh, uh, this is uh, more just wonderful Doctor Strange. It's really good, and we, like I said, we get the resolution to this arc. So. Cool. Um, let's talk Invincible Iron Man real quick. It is a good, good book. Oh, no. I have convinced Jen to get on the train with yeah. this book, and this is where the real best quote of the week is. I cannot wait. Alex and Jen's quote of the week. Would you like to be Friday? Uh, sure. All right. I don't know about the rest of you, but I like her better than Tony. Hey! The real Tony, not the weird coded version he left lying around to haunt us. Am I not real? What is real? The butthole. The one with the butthole is the real one. Fair enough. <laughs> the one with the, the butthole. One, the one with the butthole. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> She's not wrong. No. <laughs> You're not real if you don't have a butthole. Um, just ask at- Asshole Dracula. It's <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> a good, good book. Read good book. Nice. I will be caught up on good, good books soon. Yeah. I may have brought all my floppies for Jen. Yes. Uh, hey, Jen. Yeah. How's Moon Knight? It is so good. We... we this was all tension. This issue was all tension. Building before that last issue. Right. Yes. Oh, it was so good. We we figure out, like, what is going on, where he is, and why he is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, and it, it's all it's all Spectre and Conchu. Mystery. With building, flashbacks. Yeah, building, okay. uh, but, like, taunting and building each other to this whatever is going to be Yeah, whatever conclusion. is about to happen. Yeah. Hey, Brian, call me Mr. Knight. <laughs> Call me Mister Knight. Call me Mister Knight. <laughs> I'm gonna miss this book. I'm me glad. Too. Like this would not work as anything but a contained intentional story. I'm still I, gonna I, miss yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good. Royals second issue. I continue to enjoy this book. I don't think it's gonna change your mind if you okay. weren't hooked by the first issue. Um. It's similar. It's kind of, it's kind of just a fun, goofy space book. Hmm. Um, they get caught up as they're leaving the solar system in the Chitari wave. Uh, from the way you describe this to me, I have a feeling that it went like this. Oh, look, Chitari! Not exactly. <laughs> like they actually have to fight their way through. Okay. And spoilers for this. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're reading it, you've read it. If you're not, this is the only thing in here that may say, okay, I'll pay attention to this. Um. One of the Inhumans on the book can move rock. Mm-hmm. He's useless if there's no rock around, and they're in space, right? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. There are no rocks here. Maybe Medusa's he like, brought a sock full of rocks with him. Medusa's like, no, no, look over there. That's all rock. Oh. It was Pluto. Oh, no. He proceeds to pull Pluto out of the sky to carve a path through the Chitari for them to get out. Look, why are we going to fuck with Pluto? Leave Pluto alone. Leave Pluto alone. <laughs> hey, it's not like it's a planet. Aww. <laughs> Wait, why you gotta hate on Pluto? Pluto's my planet, okay? Why you gotta hate on Pluto? <laughs> if 
we're going to embrace fact, we have to embrace all fact as much Fair as we can say it. Yeah, that's true. Pluto's a planet-like object, but it's not a planet. Correct. Lame. Lame. You, you know, it's mostly because there are things out there larger than it, and they would have to classify them as planets also. Yeah. <laughs> like hundreds of them. <laughs> oh no, we have hundreds of planets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Our solar system is huge. We're going to build a wall around our solar system. We're going to weaponize the Oort cloud and keep the outer planets from getting to the inner planets. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Weird mirror. And we're going to make Jupiter pay for it. Well, I mean, at least Mars. Mars has lots of gold. Mars is inside of the Oort cloud, though. That's yeah. right. That doesn't mean we can't make them play for, pay for it. Saturn, it's got all those rings. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. okay. you know, it. Anywhere that can wear rings like that, they can pay for it. If you want to know who's going to pay for it, ask Uranus. Um, no. Before we, before we totally shift away from Inhumans, they announced the other day that Christopher Priest is going to be writing an Inhumans miniseries. Hmm. Kind of re-exploring, retconning the Inhumans' <laughs> origin. Oh, good. So, like well, six issues to kind of modernize them. And is are they going to speak like that kind people? of what the Royals is going out to find out? Yeah, like that's the thing. I think okay. it's going to end up tying into that. But are okay. they going to speak like people now? They were more people-like in this. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. And this, you know, this. I told you when we talked about one. I didn't hate this. But yeah, I know. I may. I may end up doing this in trade. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> this a, might be a reverse. Alex gets the floppies. I, the I think that's going to be a good way to consume it. And after an arc, I may make the same job. Yeah. yeah um, we'll you also get one big reveal at the end of this that Black Bolt is not Black Bolt. It's someone <gasps> in a Black Bolt costume. What? Oh shit. Well, you get. Like, is that like the easiest con to pull off ever? You just don't say anything. <laughs> I know, right? I think that was the whole point. Look, you just keep your fucking mouth closed. Well, fucking mouth closed. I love the way, I love the way though, that Medusa uh, addresses it. It's, awesome. look, you're cold to me. You're not showing any interest to me in bed. And fine, that's where our relationship is. But Black Bolt would not have sat out the fight. Okay. <laughs> And then Maximus takes off the mask. It was red herring all along. Red, red herring. herring. <laughs> all right, Brian, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, God, I still love this book. Uh, just fun, 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 fun. That's all I can say about it. It's great. Read it. What What happened when her daddy took the T-Bird away? <laughs> <laughs> they made a joke about it. Because <laughs> that's really? what they do in the... No. Uh, oh. <laughs> So it's like, oh no! <laughs> oh no! No, they, the they, so this in this issue, yeah, they get kidnapped to the South Pole in this issue. So it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's cool. Sure. All right. It's just it, it is the snarkiness from from like some of the fun Marvel books, like Champion. You know, when they have those yeah those pages, that, like this whole book is nothing but snarky. Yeah. Like that. I read the first issue. I can't wait for this. It's oh. got to be out. It's got to be. Oh soon. yeah, it has to be. Um. Well, this okay. is number six, so it, yeah. yeah, it'll be soon. Longbox Book Report. Okay. The Longbox Book Report. The Longbox Book Report. It's the uh, Longbox Book Report. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I, I had it this week, right? Yes, you did. Um, Nick Fury and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. number so, five. So you read two Nick Fury books this week. I did. How did you know, Brian? Yeah. Oh, wait. I thought you meant just this issue. <laughs> <laughs> 
which oh, might as well have been reading good. four because Wish. of all the dialogue. No, this is one of those reprint runs where they combine two into one. Oh, shit. It was literally two issues of the wordiest comic that oh, I have God. ever read. Oh. I read the entirety... I read the last six issues of Captain Steve in less time than it took me to work through this book. This book... It is a good thing that Nick so Fury furious. is functionally immortal. Because he never shuts up. He got all that time to talk. The Howling Commandos are called as much because they are always howling and yammering on. I understand now why Hydra monologues. I understand now why Hydra wants to kill him. I'm actually kind of rooting for Steve after reading this book. Because <laughs> can't nobody get a word in edgewise. Can't nobody. You can't even think straight. <laughs> These are the talkiest motherfuckers. <laughs> I have read novels that were not as wordy. So they they like monologuing to unconscious <laughs> villains. <laughs> the first of these two issues was almost entirely a fight between Nick Fury and the robot. And I'm pretty sure they got through Macbeth twice. <laughs> when, oh, you're, when, no. you're, when you're talking and arguing with a robot, that's not a good sign, folks. <laughs> Jim Storenko's art was pretty. He had plenty of time because he only had to cover about a third of each page. Because the rest was all dialogue. The rest was all dialogue boxes and word balloons. So what, but how'd you feel about it? <laughs> I was relieved when it was over. Aw. It's fine. It's like your cheesy 70s spy camp. It's, grr, Hydra, grr, shield, grr, Hydra, grr, shield. We want to kill each other. Robots. <laughs> and this is the Nick Fury on the moon. Dun, dun, dun. This is the Nick Fury who is now on the moon, silently, by himself, with no one to talk to in his own personal hell. And that's why they did that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. And not only does he talk, mind you, this was the period of time in which he sounds like Somewhere between cowboy and hillbilly. Oh my god! I hey, just I just figured out like the nothing worst, wrong with that. The worst fate of all time. Black trap black bolt in a room with Nick Fury. Oh my god! No, no. Then he would talk. <laughs> that that's that's easy. There's an easy solution there. Black bolt in a room. He would hold up a sign that just says, "Don't make me open my mouth." Um. <laughs> oh. Shut up. And the world ends. And the world ends. Yes. <laughs> and this is the way the world ends. Not with a whimper, but with Black Bolt trying to shut Nick Fury the fuck up. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. So, Heads is Jin, tails is Brian. Okay, yeah, we're doing something different Whoops. with... It's Brian. It's Brian! We're doing something different with the Longbox Book Report now that there's only three of us. And two viable options to read a book. Uh, we have to flip a coin. Yeah. We found ourselves a D2, <laughs> which takes care of the fact that uh, there are only three of us now and removes the option of us rolling our own number. Yeah. And it's much more efficient. This particular D2 has George Washington on one side and an eagle on the other. <laughs> We're going to the back. We're going to the back. Uh, Brian's doing it in the rear. Oh, God. Ooh. All right. Get, you know, <laughs> following up my Brian's doing it in the rear with oh. ooh. <laughs> okay, you're, you're welcome. 
Oh my, yeah, we got Marvel here, and this is Quasar number 29. <laughs> With a cover is... by... Uh, who is this cover by? Greg Capullo. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yes, he sold it recently. I see, GC, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was available for sale on his website for the longest time. Cool. Mama oh, never the said longest. there'd be days like this, and uh, yeah... Uh, Quasar is pregnant. Pregnant. Hmm. Yeah. And this is Dude Quasar. Yeah, th- I was going to yeah. say, he's pregnant. Yes. Yeah. This is one of my favorite ones, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll let you know next week. <laughs> Tune cool. in this time next week. Same bat time. Same- oh, wait, no, that's that other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. All right. Anybody got anything else? Gosh. I miss Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah. Aww. There's there's a little little less snark. Oh. But uh yeah. But we carry on. Yep. Yes. Right. All right. Our theme music was the spontaneous elk reunion by the fish who saved the planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We are available on Oh wait, hang on. I got an email about this. It's not iTunes podcast anymore. Apple Podcasts. Okay. Stitcher, Google Play and TuneIn. Or you can visit us on our website at panelologypodcast.com to find out how to follow us on Twitter, to send us questions. Do that. We like when you yeah. do that. No one's done that in a while. I know, it's been it's like been... October was yeah. the last question we And got. we, we know to... there's people listening to us because we see the numbers. Yeah. Yay. Thank yeah. you. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, yes. you know what? Now that they have switched to Apple Podcasts, that would be a great time for you to go there and rate us. Yeah. yeah. You, you still do it in iTunes. But Shh. the branding. Apple's changed the branding. Mm. I know. Yeah. Um, so it's even more important that you that you do it now. Right? Yes, you can also sure. while you're on our website check out clearing the backlog. In the last week, I've done Wolf Volume One, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, The Trial of Maria Hill. Good, good. Uh, you may not need to read that one after this episode. We've pretty well told you to go read the damn book. <laughs> um, the second arc of DC Comics Bombshells. Nice. Hmm. How to Talk to Girls at Parties, the Neil Gaiman story Ooh. adapted by Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba, with a movie adaptation coming up soon, too. Oh, wow. It's a very pretty book. Um, the first arc of Dan Slott's She-Hulk, which wins my heart by getting a little bit of, I get knocked down, but I get up again, in its opening panels. Nice. That's only like half a joke. I... I've passed around irony on that one, and I feel like it's actually somehow charming to me now. Okay. Yep. Um, Scooter Girl. Uh, Yeah, I hadn't heard about this one. Um, It is by China Clugston Flores, who did a variant for Shade the Changing Girl a couple of months back. And Mm -hmm. I really liked that. It was that really cool variant we talked about. I'll pull it up for you. Okay. We talked about it on the episode. I went back and looked up what she had done and her, you know who it was and what she'd done and saw a copy of this in the comic shop a while back. It's a six issue miniseries about this just absolute asshole player in like mod commute mod uh, scooter community in California who like sleeps with everybody and has everyone's girlfriends cheating on him and is super wealthy. And he meets this girl on her scooter who just turns him into an absolute klutz. Okay. And she immediately sizes him up and hates him. And it becomes this like Wiley Coyote romancing the Roadrunner kind of story. Like, um, Pepe Le Pew and the cat? 
uh, no, no, it's like Wiley e. Coyote Roadrunner oh. level violence. Oh, no. Like, there is an issue where he contracts someone to kill her. Oh, oh. Jesus, okay. Shit. It is a dark comedy. Okay. Um, uh, the first arc of Mark Wade's Run on Flash. That was the other one this week. Okay, oh, cool. Yep. Cool. Born to Run. Very which, awesome. Oh, yeah. If you aren't super familiar with Wally West, if you say jumped on at Flashpoint like me, this is a good way to go pick up his origin in a really yep. concise package. Um, and enough about superhero packages this week. I'm Alex. Not enough. <laughs> Never enough about superhero packages. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. Uh, the pacing's really weird at the end here now. I know. Isn't it? You have to say, and I'm Brian. Oh, yeah. I'm not used to that. <laughs> here, let's, I know. Come on, let's 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 back it up. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Good night, and thanks for all the... Shit! (laughs) 